0: Okay, this morning, Keegan wanted me to wear a Union jersey because he was wearing his, Mm. Um, and it was like the toughest decision of my day trying to figure out which Union jersey to wear. (laughs) I put on. uh, I ended up trying on five different jerseys. stupid brothers podcast presented by the brotherly game i'm aj down in Fredericksburg, virginia joined by my co-host and my brother
1: i am luke i am up here in philly and it is episode 68
0: 68 and uh yeah breaking news i'm now one year older yeah so we'll talk about that in a second (laughs) um tonight we're going to preview mls coming back again with the New England game on Thursday night. Um, We'll talk about homegrown signings, and we'll start ranking them. We will uh, almost conclude our Hall of Fame thing. We'll talk about that a little more. And then we're going to create the ultimate union signing in a goofy segment in the second half. So it should be a pretty silly one tonight. Um, But we're excited to get it back. But I do have to give a shout-out because it was my birthday on Saturday, and um good things the bad things happened uh i, I don't know yet exactly where, what i mean by that so i got two union jerseys um shout out to my wife she got me an aronson jersey um that's where i'm like a little nervous because as soon as i opened it i was very concerned that jersey curse is going to do what it does um but uh aaronson it's been great having you on the union and i'm so excited to wear your jersey as you travel to europe and hopefully rip it up um yeah. and then shout out to luke because he got me um did you did you put it up on twitter did you say yeah. something about that yes yeah, okay. people
1: on twitter saw that i bought this jersey uh they didn't know that i got it for you i just thought i bought it it was the anyway I, I, and it was more of a to pay pay up my bet that we that i lost in the uh, mls is black i almost admitted black
0: um (laughs) (laughs) bet we had about he was going to get me in away days but they're all away days is having a hard time now with different things going on in the world but it worked out for me because luke bought me the gold bimbo less latu jersey number nine um and I can't believe it. Uh, I still am not sure if I can officially accept it as a gift because it's just like too much. But um, he lives in Philly now, so I can't hand it back to him anyway. So, oh. yeah, that was awesome. So, I've got two new Union jerseys uh, and uh, drank a lot of beer. So, it was a good good Saturday birthday. Yeah, um, yeah I had all my, all my local friend over. And someday I hope to use the plural of friend. But... <laughs> Until then, I had a great time celebrating with my family and Jonathan, our buddy. So, Philly versus New England. Sixers versus Boston. Yeah. What's going to happen this week?
1: Uh, Well, currently, it looks like the Sixers aren't doing too great. There's a couple minutes left in the game, and they're down by about eight right now. So
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Not, not, the strongest, but uh, hopefully the union can get revenge and or capitalize on a potential comeback. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. We get beaten up playing Boston in multiple sports this week, so get a lot of Boston I don't know, previews or I don't know. I don't know what you'd say, but it makes it fun.
0: Yeah. So so union are playing Thursday against New England. Um... And we're we're pretty sure Bruce Arena is not going to be able to coach, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess he got the yeah, red card in our last game. They didn't play any games since. So unless it's like his red card is only stands for MLS's back games. But that doesn't make sense. So I I would assume he's going to be out this game.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, and I feel like I heard that with players at least, that if they got a red card, it would extend to the regular season, even in the knockout stages. But yellow card accumulation wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Hopefully he learned his lesson about underestimating Philly, yeah. but regardless or not, um, I'd like to beat him again anyway. Yeah. So they don't have Gil. He's he's out for a long time, right?
1: hmm Yeah, he's um, out for another like two to three months. Yeah. And then they just got, uh, as of like the past twenty-four hours, they signed uh, Tommy Mack, Tommy McNamara from Houston in a trade to send Zahibo to Houston. And then they also got Kakute Manu from Cincinnati for like a roster spot, and maybe some money, or international roster spot and some money. Um, so they got some new players. I, I didn't find anything that these guys would be available this week, but I, I doubt they would get them in that that quickly that they would be a factor in, in the union game.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like, I almost invite them to because I don't think either of those guys are going to be very yeah. effective. And because uh, they, I mean, they, neither of them, were really doing much with the, their current teams there's a reason they were like though or right. yeah,
1: away. yeah uh, yeah like tommy mack had like a month where he was like super good and everyone was so into him but you know that was like three years ago or something
0: yeah he's um, just like that cult hero kind of guy for yeah pretty much for his hair i assume
1: and i think you could almost say that about money too he was like a big deal like broke into the u.s national team when he was like lining up with vancouver and then i think he had an injury and then never really like Came back or he got like traded. People he went outside of MLS for a bit, I, I think, and then came back and it was never really a big factor. But but I feel like with Zahibo leaving, I feel like he was a bit of a nuisance whenever he played the union. i I always I feel like always he's always stood out to me Ed, that he was like disrupting our midfielders, like you know, especially with like Aronson. He was you know, had some physical moments with Aronson, and I, so I feel like not having him on in that midfield is. Is, yeah, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's definitely a factor. Uh huh. I, I don't. don't like I don't know them. exactly who they're going to replace him or like how they're going to rework that roster because it's not like Mac or Mane were would be replacements for that kind of position that he played. Right. But yeah, so that's interesting. I don't know. They still have it. You know, some some solid uh, talent on that roster, especially more up front. But yeah, I don't know. There's there's a factor there without Zahibo at least.
0: Yeah. It's also always interesting to play the same team pretty close. Um, Obviously, it's not back-to-back in different circumstances, but um, it's not like it's that far apart. Uh, Playing against New England, you know, just watch the highlights. Uh, Santos had a lot of chances. Hopefully, he can keep it going. Mm -hmm. Um, We obviously talked a lot last week about Casper and what he needs to do hopefully he either gets it going or we get to see someone else helping out Santos. Yeah. Um, that was something Matt Doyle put up on MLS maybe today or yesterday where he was like the big question for every team coming back. And his big question was, can the two strikers work together because the union did have a good run in the tournament without their strikers really gelling. And if you, I mean, you'd imagine if we can get them both gelling that we would, do really well but
1: yeah it yeah yeah I, I yeah i don't really know what to say about shiboka yeah like you're saying like like you're saying in our last episode if we see Vutin out there should we really be shocked or upset i don't i don't i don't know like i don't really think so because now this is a, a regular season game it's not a, a playoff game or a tournament game where it's all about results and you know you don't want to change things up too much in the middle of the tournament. So I think seeing Vutin getting more time at least would, would be, I don't know, I think we'd be more open to that. I think Kern at least would be more open to that as well, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully Blake just keeps making big saves. He had a, he had a handful of saves against New England a couple of weeks ago. And hopefully he keeps it going, man. It was just fun watching Blake be Blake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like New England did have a lot of, a lot of chances, a lot of like, uh, there's some good chances they had in in the, in our, in our game and in the tournament, but I really never felt too worried. I don't know if it was because it was like a super late game and I was just tired and I never got too worked up about it, but I just never felt too threatened by, um, New England in in that game as as, far as much, you know, time on the ball that they had and chances that they created. Maybe I was just riding the high of, or the confidence of Andre Blake that he was just so stellar that I didn't think anyone was going to get by him. But I, I do think our defense has improved so much since the beginning of this, of this I know, year, I get if you want to say it, but I think they ha- yeah, know how to handle New England, especially like without Gill or heel. It's, it's such a big difference. And I, I I, I mean they have some good attacking players but i feel like we know how to handle them and know how to control their 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 offense enough to to get a result even in in new england
0: yeah yeah and, and, and in brings us to a question that uh kind of matt was talking about um what what's your preference to ugly defensive minded shutout versus a chaotic goal scoring thriller so basically the um, MLS's backs tournament where we were kind of getting those results, but it wasn't the prettiest of soccer or the laFC where we got a tie, but we gave up the lead three times. Um, what what were your thoughts on that? So,
1: I mean, as a fan, I definitely want to see a, a big thrilling game, you know, crazy goals and back and forth, and a lot of entertainment, like the the entertainment factor, I want that to be there but at the end of the day you know you just want the results um like as my, as fun as, as that LAFC game was i'd rather i think i think when i like think about it and you know use some logic i think i'd rather just get a, a maybe a more boring 1-0 2-1 win rather than, than than the tie obviously like that's there's no it's really a no brainer when you think of just the results and all these games matter because we don't know how many games are going to be in this season, especially. So, you know, the points matter even more now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like logically and using your brain that, that all makes sense. Um, I guess, but if you like think about like, <laughs> give
1: me the, the other end of that argument.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the other. End. So just think about like how we talk about the, the games, um, from the tournament tournament versus that LAFC like that LAFC game everyone talked about that game for months granted it was the last one before the big break but uh everyone just talked about it. like this was like the greatest game of soccer we've seen in years like yeah. that was so entertaining it was just back and forth high skill level um and it wasn't so much about the fact that like the defense gave up goals right away it was mm-hmm. It was more about the fast paced, high octane offense.
1: Yeah, just it was just like the pace of that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just a different. I don't know, just like you said, brain, I'm going kind of like heart, like the feeling of it was, <clears throat> and, and that feeling led to a lot of talk. And, and again, that talk was inflated being that it was the last game, but, um, and it's also always going to be inflated when you're playing a team like LAFC, whereas our, MLS is back games like the biggest team we played, I guess, was NYCFC. Maybe you could say Kansas City, but they're not exactly teams that are going to move move the needle, so to speak, when it comes to um talking about talking about soccer. You're always going gonna get the bigger conversation when you're playing an LA team. Right. Um and with that being said, we're we're about to enter a stretch of these six games where we're playing New England, Red Bull, D.C., and the crew, right? Those are our four teams. Yep. Now, thinking about what's it going to look like, um, I feel like against those teams and where those teams are at, most likely it's going to be the ugly defensive-minded shutouts. Let's get a goal and get out. Uh, I mean, D.C., Ben Olsen has his choice. He always wants to muck up games and just kind of make them ugly. Um, I could see a Columbus game potentially being uh, a little more open a little more fast paced um they they want to be on the front foot mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like those other teams I, I I don't know I could see them kind of trying to sit back, kind of just slow the game down and
1: yeah uh, i I feel like red a red Bulls game, matchup could have a potential to be a lot of you know high pressing back and forth kind of chaos. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like looking back at that LAFC game and, and thinking about that performance, I think it's like we we went out that way to, because we knew we had, that's like the, the only way we were able to match up with LAFC is if we kind of like almost try to beat them at their own game and try to beat them at speed and and that kind of high high octane kind of performance that if, if we if we try to set sit back they would just pick us pick us apart so i feel like maybe that was more of a, a matchup situation that like you're saying with these games it, it's probably not going to feel that way because more more so because of the opponents not not so much as because of the way the union ideally would like to play
0: right and so if you're looking at like six games i mean Twelve and more point, twelve or more points is always going to be a positive. So you're looking at hopefully four wins, there or some combination of the such. If you can average two points out of those six games, that'd be pretty big, mm-hmm. um, no matter ugly or thrilling.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. And like, actually, I feel like we shouldn't be saying ugly too much because like we did have some great goals in the MLS's back tournament. Like the the Miami counterattacking goal, yeah, both goal, both goals. Like even the the Wagner. Uh, shot in that in that game like there there are some great goals and i feel like some of those goals were like indicative of the way that you want to play like the counter-attacking goal and then that the goal against the revs the the Chipped turnover them. and then the quick capital capitalization of that tone, turnover and yeah like the, the you know the, the getting behind their their the other team as, as quickly as possible so I feel like that like and there's that's some impressive soccer to, to pull off and, and maybe we just didn't see it at, enough to really like have it like pass the eye test in this tournament but there were a lot of moments that showed that like this team does actually like they do want to play and execute good soccer and like pretty soccer but I don't know. maybe we were just uh a little overshadowed by some of the other performances.
0: Yeah, I yeah yeah, I get what you're saying. I was mm. going to make a joke in there somewhere about Jakob Glesnes, 40-yard bomb. Like, that's what they want to be doing, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the moment passed. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's move on because the Union, they are not signing players, but they kind of are. They're signing their homegrowns. Yeah. So we've seen Nathan Herial, Uh He got signed start next year. Our good buddy Paxton is kind of unofficially coming, but just today – right today time is weird yeah today Jack McGlynn officially signed as the next Union homegrown
1: yeah
0: that's so pretty exciting Um. yeah you know, yeah, it's
1: awesome it's it just you know it, we were we were obviously very excited about Paxton and, and obviously and it still isn't official but because we, we spoke to him and the fact that he's an errands and makes that, that that exciting but I feel like McGlynn like in the little bits of Union 2 that I've seen this year he seems pretty impressive as well like a similar type of I think, like, more of a... I guess he's more of, like, a box-to-box midfielder, according to Tanner. Um, but it, it's... And he's super young. He looks like he's 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah these guys look young, man. And it... Yeah. Just, like, think about who they're signing. So, you got Paxton, McGlynn, um, Cole Turner, Jack DeVries. Like, in two or three years, our midfield's gonna be really young if these guys all... You know, make the same progress that Brendan made and Mark made. Um, There's there's potential that our our midfield could be like, you know, not drinking yet, but (laughs) pretty good and still really young. But we wouldn't have to worry about them ever going out um, during a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, So so let's get into a little activity. We'll talk about some homegrown. We'll power rank them. Um, Now, in order to make the Dupy Brothers uh, homegrown. Power rankings player has to have played in MLS for the union. Right. Right. That's kind of what we have kind of established. Yeah. There are some yeah, guys. So
1: playing. McGlynn and Harriel aren't going to make the list. We, ha- we didn't put Cole Turner on because he hasn't um, gotten minutes yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the way we're going to de- decide this, this union homegrown power rankings uh, list. Yes.
0: Yeah, so let's start at the bottom and work our way up um we, we just have 11 on our list christian hernandez is at the bottom don't really remember him doing much uh maybe making an appearance here and there but
1: yeah i feel like he had a goal like a, maybe a good goal against like <laughs> against everton in like a friendly
0: yeah Isn't i, I remembering that right Like that? Yeah. yeah um but yeah i know, I know he, that... he went over and played in at uh, las vegas for a little bit i think and that's right. Yeah. Um, Number ten was Jack Devries, just because he hasn't had a chance to do very much yet. I was Definitely hoping to see more of him, but mm-hmm. uh, we will in the future. We'll, we just have to be patient. Then we can bump him up this list. Yeah. Number yeah. nine, Luke. Who's number nine?
1: Jack, uh, Jim McLaughlin. I played against him in high school.
0: Yeah, you're I, good, buddy. You're yeah, good, buddy. I,
1: I tell this story a lot, but he scored two goals against us. He got subbed off, and then I got subbed on for the garbage minutes. So that's that's you know it was fun to watch.
0: Yeah um i wasn't there but it sounds really fun <laughs> uh number eight a future guest of the show hopefully mr matthew freeze yeah he I, yeah you know where i stand on him i i thought he was gonna take overtake blake this season but um i guess blake listens and he really stepped it up so yeah. no, matt i'm sorry you'll get your moment
1: he definitely will though he, de- he definitely has the talent and he's yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Blake, but maybe maybe we we have to sell Freeze in order to get him in But he's definitely a, a – I feel like he's definitely an MLS quality goalkeeper, even even now. And it, I know he's still young and goalkeepers can can play pretty long, but I feel like he's he's got it. So uh, I hope to see him soon in some
0: you capacity. Said, you said sell Freeze. I think you meant sell Blake. No, I mean,
1: even sell Freeze. Like if we keep Blake, sell Freeze, to make some money off him. You know, like a trust. Oh,
0: uh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah to freeze up some assets. I gotcha. <laughs> that was a real good joke. So that brings me to number seven, Matthew real <laughs> uh, still. I, he's had his, a couple of chances here and there. I'm um, still kind of waiting for him to get his full opportunity. And yeah.
1: Um, I like, I almost thought he was going to get more opportunity because he started this year and played well with Wagner's injury and Wagner came back to like start the tournament and, even throughout the dorm he wasn't the same but, Wagner we yeah. saw last year so i feel like there's going to be moments where real could get um some opportunities in this the rest of this season as much as it will be
0: yeah especially with kind of how wagner missed some marks at the end there just saying just mm-hmm. saying of, Play your, oh, yeah maybe yeah. yep um number six on the list uh, another podcast guest mr anthony fontana the font man mm-hmm. um we're still still looking for more from him just just again more opportunity but uh yeah yeah we like him a lot
1: yeah yeah for sure so number five um yeah, a guy who was a, a stapler well, he was the, the first guy to go through the entire um union academy system so it was mr Derek jones yeah currently Even from that, academy though. to steel to Union to Nashville. You know, the the perfect path.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever kid dreams of. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Never really played to his potential in the union system, but a guy definitely was good. Mm -hmm. Number four, the first homegrown, also was signed before he was 16. He was signed at 15 years and 350 days. At the time, was the fourth youngest player to ever sign an MLS contract, Mr. Zachary Pfeffer. Yeah moments with him um yeah yeah he was
1: also a guy that we thought there was more potential than what we saw and we were just kind of waiting on and then you know he went off to colorado and definitely never really panned out there for him either but he definitely had some talent and he was he was kind of he was pretty fun to watch when he played for the union
0: yeah the theme of this list seems to be there's a lot of talent there kind of waiting for it to develop i guess that's the whole point of signing these homegrown kids sure so now we've got a couple guys, three guys left on the list, and these guys contributed big time to the union. So number three, I got his jersey, not regrettably, Mr. <laughs> uh, what's the first name? Austin Trusty. So um, had had a couple a couple good years. Really, really liked him enough to buy yeah. his jersey. Thought he was going to be here for a long time.
1: Yep. We'll we'll always have the uh, the moment when we were in Minnesota and he scored the game winning goal, and you're around yeah. that jersey. So. Yeah
0: that was sick that was Mm -hmm. yeah thank you thank you for reminding me of that that was a great great moment
1: all All right right. so number two is his uh trustee's former center back partner uh, mr mark mckenzie who's just been almost nearly flawless in this 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 recent tournament and we're excited to hopefully watch him a little more if for the union if not for a european team 'Cause he's got all the quality in the world. Um, so he's yeah, I don't know I don't know how much more we're gonna be able to watch him play for for our our guys, but you know, hopefully at least a couple more games.
0: Yep. And of course that means number one, the man whose jersey I just got, Mr. Brendan Aronson. Yep. um really with him and McKenzie could be one and one A. Sure. But yep. I guess really one and one A is gonna be Paxton.
1: Paxton. Mm-hmm.
0: Number one homegrown got to give it to him because he's going to be awesome yeah and i hope that he wears number 22 as well so my number 22 aaronson jersey can be relevant for even longer
1: yeah or he's going to take the number 10 and just go with the packs like, like you like you said in our, in our
0: interview 10 on the back it's just yeah. brilliant It's just brilliant so those are our doopy brother homegrown rankings uh feel free to tweet at luke to tell him um how good or bad they are mm-hmm. um cool so we're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to build the ultimate union signing. And what does that mean? You're going to have to come back after this. Hey guys, DP Brothers Podcast back. Uh, thanks for listening to the first half. The second half got kind of just two segments. We're going. Oh, now now we got some funny little ones at the end too. So we'll talk about our Hall of Fame. Then then we'll talk about our new ultimate ultimate union player. All right. So we've been doing this um, Hall of Fame thing, five players. We had four unanimous, uh, Latou, Blake, Bedoya, and Gaddis. Nope. Latou, Bedoya, Gaddis, and Curtin. And then Luke put up a Twitter poll between Mr. Andre Blake and CJ Sapong to see who would be the fifth player voted into the Union Hall of Fame. Um, Luke, you kind of hinted at what the end results were i think i got a pretty good idea on which way the poll was going yeah <laughs> I mean, it,
1: it was no, so blake. close um yeah no it, it was it was probably what most people who are listening would expect there were 76 votes and it was a 99 percent uh, victory for mr andre blake and there were even reactions that were like blake for sure there what is this it's like this is going exactly the way it should it's andre blake
0: in in defense of uh, the skewed numbers, I'm not on Twitter, so I didn't get to vote. Um, and I have a couple random Twitter accounts, so I would have had a couple <laughs> votes. Um, um, and you did show me that Silver Ray, Mr. Rene, who's one of my favorites, uh, put some stats in for Sapong, so I believe he may have been the Sapong vote. Yeah. And he's, he's all that matters in my mind. So, um, but uh, I'll let you, I'll let you take Blake into the Hall of Fame. So we've got our five. Uh, next week we'll we'll play some of our favorite highlights on air i guess of these guys i guess being that we have a coach and one of ours the highlight we'll we'll have to get creative with that one um i
1: feel like we can i i can think of a perfect highlight for that
0: i think i can too do you want to be good is that the one
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, any one of his speeches from last
0: year. Any one of his speeches. So, yeah, next week we'll have some fun. We'll play some sound clips and stuff of some good moments from those players. That will be pretty fun. So thanks for voting. And if you have any favorite moments of any of those players, as in Latou, Andre Blake, Alejandro Bedoya, Raymond Gaddis, or Jim Curtin quotes, um, send them over, and we'll be sure to uh, throw them onto the podcast. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, so uh, fun little exercise. Um, I'm so excited to see this. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send Luke a picture on my phone. This picture is a creation of a Philadelphia Union ultimate player. I created this guy, this drawing, a handmade drawing, um, out of seven attributes of current Union players based on what I thought think would make the ultimate Union Edition, because they're not signing anyone. They haven't signed anyone. So um, if they're not going to do it, I'm going to give them the perfect guy. So um, I use seven players, and I, I have specific hair, head, arms, hands, a body slash heart, uh, legs, and feet. And Luke's going to get this picture in just a second. And he's going to have to try to guess which players I use. <laughs> Did you get it? I just got it. Wow. All right, Verizon, well done.
1: <laughs> That's It's a good drawing. I'm it's surprised. a
0: very good drawing. I'm
1: better I, than I, what I was expecting.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, So the idea is that I created this player out of current union players, and then Luke's going to create one using former union players, and we'll put both pictures up, and Luke's going to have to draw something, and you guys can vote on which one is the ultimate ultimate player yeah so luke let's just hear what your guesses are i'm just curious who do you think the hair hair is
1: hair has got to be uh martinez right Yep. bro
0: yep very good yeah
1: yeah and then
0: do you have any others jumping out obvious okay so
1: yeah like hands is blake obviously sure okay and then I'm going to go with... Said, I
0: should have said if you get six or more right, I'll buy you a jersey.
1: Okay. All right. Body I'm gonna... three three of, yeah. Body is going to be Bedoya.
0: Very good. Yes. So you're three for three. Three for right. three. All right. So he's got hair like El Brujo, hands like Blake, body and slash heart of Bedoya.
1: Okay. Feet has to be El Seno. No. Oh then you're But well, you're wrong like that's gotta be one.
0: okay that's, that's good um but the feet that i chose are gonna play more than 20 minutes a game
1: all right but it i mean i think the rest of the body was holding up the that player not the feet um so okay okay so i got one x so i can't get anything else wrong the the legs are going to be Fontana?
0: No, man. It's, <sighs> that, that was in my... What number is he?
1: Maybe oh, wait. Yes. Oh, darn it. That's I didn't look at that. Yes, thought, that's Santos. Yeah. I was going to go arms for Santos. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he got some but ripped arms I, there, too.
0: I thought arms would be I'd need someone or someone who actually uses their arms in the game for, like, throw-ins and stuff. Uh, so, is that... Gattis or Wagner? Wagner?
1: Wagner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could have, I could have used my logic to get that. And then, and the, what's up head head. Yeah. Who's is head. It, is it Casper? No, man. How'd it do? Well,
0: the smartest player on the team in my mind. Also a podcast guest. Aaronson. Yeah. Okay. Um, I- all I right, thought so, he had have a pointy nose <laughs> yeah i don't know i was
1: going with a smile maybe like casper the friendly ghost i don't know
0: yeah yeah and then the feet um uh number 10
1: yeah okay okay Quick, that makes sense quickest
0: feet, on, quickest feet on the team you know yeah that's, that's fair
1: that's fair okay
0: so yeah i chose i chose montero's feet quickest on the team uh santos's legs because he is faster than anyone else and super strong legs um Bedoya, his body and his heart, because he's the heart of, of the team. Um, Andre Blake's hands, obviously. Wagner's arms for long throws. Um, Aronson's head, I just think he's got a real good head on his shoulders. And El Brujo's hair really just makes the picture. I, I don't think it's much of a great picture if you don't have El Brujo's hair, but I really feel good about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good picture. Yeah, that, that's, that's a solid player. I, I, I like it. I, I do think they'll should have been the feet, but... Um... I'll, I'll, I'll let you go there.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you said that, I was like, okay, that's a fair miss guess. But you missed enough of the other ones. I don't feel bad about not buying you a jersey till our next competition. Yeah. So, yep. All right. You'll have more chances. All right. Okay. Uh, you didn't do anything because I kind of just threw this at you pretty late. So yeah, that
1: happens in these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I <you, laughs> just right, come so, up
0: with ideas. That make you Yeah. No, I'm like all right, I
1: gotta figure this out now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so so I did this, but I did this with former players so any former player unit player um i I was able to choose from so i had a a lot to choose from but i I think i got a pretty good pretty good person or creature whatever okay um i'm just gonna go i don't i don't know if you would guess or if that's worth doing
0: nah nah you just kind of tell me um like hair uh who's had cool hair on the team um not connor casey like that, portfolio Lopez had a huge fro. Okay, he but popped he- up
1: too, but I'm not gonna use for, 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 for that dude. The dude, use Lopez's hair because he played a minute, and I don't think he was that good. Yeah, yeah. So for hair, I went for Danny Califf. Oh, okay, for the mohawk. Yeah, and, and actually thinking, there was Keon Daniel had some nice dreads, but oh yeah, that, yeah, I don't. know. I can't. Yeah, you know, no one else really like stood out to me. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, Sergio Sanders would have been great because he had like eight hairstyles already this year but yeah I'm using just four more players okay so to go down to head i I had to go with Connor Casey
0: okay that's very cool
1: you just more physically not you went with mind I went with head um because you know headers and everything and then I'll go to arms next so I went I went through the similar logic with you with the throw ins I went Shannon Williams.
0: Yeah, that's, that was what I figured you'd go for.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and then hands. I went Chris Seitz. Uh, I don't know okay. why. I feel like I maybe I should have, now I'm thinking maybe I should have gone with McCarthy because of his PK saves. But I feel like Seitz had sure hands. I don't know when I was really stood out. I don't know. Okay. So I went with Chris Seitz. Um And then body, I went with Barnetta. Because cool. not only does he, he feel like he always played with a lot of passion, a lot of heart, but I feel like he worked so hard. He had like you know a lot of, he always. Oh, oh no, darn it! Now I now I I want to go back. I I I missed I missed a, a key key factor in this. I'm gonna go change that body to Latu. Ah, okay. because he's okay. the heart of Union, and also he will run forever, so he's got good lungs.
0: Ah, there you go. That's a cool yeah. reason. Okay.
1: Um, and I wouldn't use him for legs because I want to use Fafa's legs because yeah, he's so fast.
0: That, that's funny because that's why I kind of figured you would. Uh, I thought Fafa would be a good one.
1: Yep. Yep. And then feet. Um, so I went with Nagara. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. He's like, like one of the most like technical players we ever had. I feel like he's he. He, his, his feet were just you know silky smooth, so I went with him. And another one, I, I guess I could have gone Harris, but I, I like my I like the more in this in this situation.
0: Nice man. Well, while you were talking, I uh, drew your picture, and I'm going to send that over to you right now. Perfect. Um, see what you think. All right. So, uh, we'll put those pictures up. Um, I I'll, I mean, you can draw your own picture. <laughs>
1: this is a great picture.
0: I mean, I did that on the fly as you were yeah. talking. Yeah, that's good. Um, you could add that in there, too. Yep. So, Luke, uh, here's one of my favorite um, segments of the show. Give us a weekly eBay find for you.
1: Okay, yeah. So, I...
0: Are I'm you going to buy that thing I sent you earlier, or
1: no? I don't know. I'll think about it.
0: Yeah, it's, like, about one that I'm not, like...
1: yeah. I... Yeah, so just for so people who know, what we're talking about. AJ sent me the 2012 to 2014 of uh, the Union home kit. So it's the blue with the gold stripe, but the the light blue, the signal blue piping. It's not a bad jersey. It's and I just I, I have the shorts that would go with that, and we neither of us have this kit, so it's kind of one where we're it's not on our on our list. So it's it's currently on eBay at a pretty good price. So I'm thinking about it but on my my eBay find and this is a good one because i'm sure everyone is is you know missing out on MLS's back tournament thinking about how fun that 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 time was so you can commemorate that the great MLS's back tournament by buying a Philadelphia Union unsigned and it even specifies it's unsigned <laughs> plaque a, a plaque that just says mls is back tournament with the philadelphia eden big logo and 2020 because of course i don't know why you need the, the the year in that because mls is back tournament and there's no other year it's gonna happen uh so you can buy a plaque of the tournament for 20 bucks
0: so, and what what if you found out that like that plaque was up in the locker room or something would that make it cool maybe
1: but it literally says unsigned and I, there's even the, even so i don't think like why would they even hang this up it's so like generic
0: and maybe it's like a poster from the from the hotel or something
1: i don't know like it's so weird like I, mean, I don't know it's it's something and it's on ebay so if anyone wants it it's it's up for grabs <laughs> it's up for grabs right now <laughs> apparently it's on sale it was $34, so, yeah. Get it what or, you can.
0: It does say, or best offer, so you could make an offer. Of <laughs> you like <can> haggle, haggle. <laughs> I, I want to see if they have, like, a Dallas one.
1: I'm sure they have one for every team, and they just made these random things. I don't know why, but it's so generic night. that they just probably just swapped out logos for every team.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Nashville one would be a pretty special one, though.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's That would be unique. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, uh, Thursday night we have a game, so before we sign off, let's make a couple predictions. Um, yeah. wh- what do you got for this game against New England? You go first. Okay. Um, let's see. Last time we won 1-0. Uh, I, 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 I think it's going to be – I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with Santos Brace. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: going to say three zero. 3-0.
0: We're gonna lose three zero. Come no on. No like.
1: way, Jose. <laughs> no, they're gonna win three zero. I, I think New England's kind of. They're just. i just never were like threatened by them. I. I know. I like. I win. Went, went into this this season thinking they were gonna be a big problem, but they didn't. Really seem to be that as good as I thought they were gonna be this this year, um, and especially with like. Without Gil Gil and stuff, I I think they're. They're a little weaker right now, so I think Reddit are going to handle it pretty well. And I think Aronson's going to have a big game, and I think Montero's going to have a big game. So I'm going to get a goal from both of those guys. Okay. And, and then I'm going to get a goal from Vooten. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if he's going to start or not, but I think he's going to get in there and get a goal.
0: So just continuing that conversation, if Vooten scores, um, as a sub, do you start him the next game?
1: Maybe.
0: I guess it all depends on how...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like now that we're in a uh, quote-unquote regular season, I think we should be seeing maybe maybe a little bit more flexibility in the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'll see.
0: And then also, can we assume that Sergio might play longer than 60 I would, minutes?
1: I would think so. I think his fitness has to be up there that he should be able to handle that.
0: I mean his fitness should have been good like five games into the season or into that tournament but
1: yeah I don't know like he was he was literally you know he missed the game and he was uh, that's, that's I feel like that's what current was mentioning at least to, to start the tournament that they're managing his minutes so I don't know yeah yeah. I, I mean I, get, I don't know any, any reason to believe otherwise that it was still just injury minutes and fitness stuff but hopefully because it, it definitely wasn't performance based so
0: right yeah yeah yeah. Hopefully he keeps going, man. I like, I like watching him score. I think,
1: yeah. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to abandon Chabilko Yeah. Like I, I really like, I, I still believe in him. And I think he, he should be able to turn it around and hopefully in, in these games, he can, he can figure it out and find his place. So
0: I, you know, I just, I'm just tired. You own his Jersey. I'm not going against the curse anymore. And, um, <laughs> it's just now, uh, this would be worst case scenario, but I'm going to say it. So it doesn't happen. Um, what if like Aronson gets hurt like I have to burn my jersey right
1: yeah oh well, no that's that sounds like that's an insult to him
0: yeah so I just have to
1: just not wear it
0: just not maybe <laughs> I won't wear it for a little while maybe I'll just wait until he he moves on to like wherever his destiny has him going and I will then I'll wear it but until then I'll wear the L2 and stuff like that
1: does that I, sound good? I would. I mean, yeah, do what you want, but I would do the opposite. I would wear it while you can. Okay. But you no, know, I'm just nervous. You, you do you, man. I always do. I
0: always do. <laughs> all right, bro. Well, hey. I think we're all done talking. Um, good podcast. We'll be back at it next week. We've got New England on Thursday, and then another game the following week, right? I guess I can pull up my calendar. Uh, here. They're going yeah, to
1: come uh, us and though. yeah next game
0: so um got game thursday tuesday maybe we'll pod on maybe the wednesday after the game but either way you'll be hearing from the Doopy brothers a lot be sure to hop on twitter vote for um the ultimate union player uh go out there wear a mask and keep being good people thanks for listening